Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. All right. Hello, everyone. Today we have um, Kevin and Eugene, two very exceptional young men whom I have the privilege of knowing. And, and so today we'll, we'll learn more about them and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll deepen our conversation from there. But first, let us begin the prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, you who are the God of, of relations, you who know our thoughts and know our hearts and even know our most troubling and crippling fears. We thank you for loving us through them. And we thank you for sending people into our lives at each part, at each stage of our life to help us with those fears and, and to make us stronger and to know ourselves a little bit better so that we can come to truly embrace who it is that we are and who it is that we, we are called to be. So we thank you for our friendships, for our families and our friends, and for all those who have helped us along the way. We ask you to guide this conversation, to be with us, and to bless Eugene and Kevin um, and their families. We ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father, amen. Son, Holy Spirit, amen. All right, so today we have again we have Kevin and Eugene. As I said before, two very, um, very, very good and exceptional young men. So first I want to, you know, say hi to them. It's been a few years since I've seen them in person. And maybe two years, I, I guess, right? Thanks so. about. Okay. And so I don't care, either Eugene or Kevin, um, start, tell us about, well, just a little bit about yourself and your story. Yeah. All right. I could go first, I don't mind. Um, my name is Kevin Malnado. Mm -hmm. I'm a college graduate. I'm in the military. Um, I'm 25 years old at the moment yeah. and I've just been, you know, trying to, trying to fight the good fight, uh, whatever that is to, or whatever that means to anybody. Um, and yeah, if there's anything else that you got, you guys want to ask me later on to give more about myself, that's fine too. Kevin? Eugene? Um, my name is Eugene Thomas. I'm 24. I am a college graduate. I'm currently um, at Westchester University um, getting my master's degree. Um, um, yeah, I think that's about it. It's currently, yeah. Actually, Eugene, you're not oh wait, oh, Westchester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about Newman. Okay. I'm, um, I'm, I'm in Delaware County now. Mm-hmm. So, but, um. So, um, 
this episode, I wanted to, to talk about um, friendships and different types of um, relationship because in a Catholic church, at least, this past Sunday, we celebrated what we call Trinity Sunday. And as Catholics, um, now I'm not sure um, if, if both of you are, um, are, are Christian. I know, I think you are to a certain extent, or you have some, some creed, right? Yeah, I grew up Catholic. Yes, I remember we had a talk um, one, oh, many years ago. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but as, as Catholics, at least, we believe in, in the Trinity, which is that we, we have one God, but in three persons, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And what many people um, confuse about the Trinity is that sometimes they, they think we are worshiping three different gods, but it's not. We're monotheistic, and we believe in, in one God. And so a very easy way to um, distinguish the three is that, you know, they all live in this community of love where the father is, 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 the, is the, he's the lover. He's the one that loves. And the son is the one who is beloved. And the Holy Spirit is the love that exists in that um, very unique bond. And so since the Trinity, as we believe, is a community of love, I wanted to talk about the very important friendships and different types of, of, of relationships that we have in, in our lives. And I know Eugene and Kevin, they, from the very first moment that, that they met um, in, in college, I'll let you tell that story, but um, they, they, they became very good friends and, and still today, uh, remain good friends. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that friendship and, and how it started, you know, um, and its meaning and impact that it has had and continues to have on your life. Yeah, uh, I'll go first. Um, so definitely like first meeting Kevin, um, I would, I would say like, we were, we were cool. We were cool. You know, we, we would see each other here and there. Um, I think when we moved into the dorms, uh, and Kevin happened to be uh, the room across from my own, and uh, we start we start talking a lot and bonding. Um, we had a mutual friend, my roommate, um, and we would all we would always hang out and talk or whatever. But then um, once my my roommate he left he left Millersville. Um, Kevin and I got a lot closer. We became roommates, um, and we just we started hanging out a lot. We definitely had a lot of shared interests um we even made like youtube videos together um we made um you know like six second vines and stuff like that it was pretty cool um but definitely kevin's really become um an important person in my life for sure he's definitely been a really good friend he's the one person i can really count on um to really like help me talk about you know what's going on with me um he's always down to hang out he's like eugene like what do you want to do like let's do something today and like he's really only the person that really can push me to do stuff because usually I'm lazy, so I don't really like I don't really like jump up at the opportunity to do something. Um, but like my family loves him, like he's really great. I love his family, like they're just great. He's definitely a brother to me for sure. Um, he's definitely more than a friend. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Kevin's just been great. I definitely, I definitely feel like um, uh, he's taught me a lot. Definitely just being, you know, open-minded, you know, not being um, so stoic and, and 
keeping my face one way. He always told me to use the eyebrows when I talk. <laughs> um, yeah, it's def he's just definitely shown me a lot. He has a lot of really good friends. A lot of a lot of people in his life really gravitate towards him. Um, yeah, and I've definitely been one to gra gravitate towards him too. He's definitely been um, someone I can really depend on. I couldn't say it better myself. I think Eugene really, he, yo, thank you for all the kind words, brother, for real. Um, I, it's, it's hard to, like, to beat that because Eugene is almost the same exact way. Like, my family, like he said, my family loves him. I love his family. We bond. It, our bond is, is almost like some, somebody that you knew that you were going to meet and and you guys just connected without because there was no way that we would have met um other than going to the same university because we come from two completely different backgrounds you know i'm latino eugene's black we grew up in different areas and then just because of this one catalyst which was millersville university where we attended um that brought us together and our our bond is, is crazy. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of struggles, you know. We we've gone through the ups and the downs, yeah. you know, and and we were. That's how I know our friendship is so strong is because we were able to combat the super strong battles and come above and and persevere through it. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people just think friendships are easy to handle. No, they're they're just um as strong no i'm sorry they're just like intimate relationships just different you're not intimate with one another you just you're just friends and and every relationship in your life has trials and tribulations and you just have to persevere and we've definitely there was a time where you know our friendship was really going through it and we were having such a tough time and but we came we came back stronger than ever and and I feel like now we know like to communicate and Eugene has taught me a lot about myself like he, he's taught me like hey don't hide your emotions so much you know because I was he said that I'm I'm not stoic but like there was times where I showed that I was a little stoic you know what I mean and and now I definitely wear, like, my emotions a lot more. Like, you can see it. Like, I'll, I'll let people know when I'm feeling sad or happy. And that was something that he taught me. Nobody else taught me that. And I'm grateful for that. Any follow-up, Um, Yeah, I don't Like, it's just, yeah, just, just to really um, echo from Kevin Yeah, like, we definitely had a really, a really tough falling out. Um, and it was, it was different. It was definitely a challenge, um, to really first and foremost, accept that there was, um, something changing, like there was something different, but it wasn't something we were like ready, ready to talk about. Um, and I think just being mature about the situation, um, really, really taking time to talk to Kevin and Kevin to talk to me and, you know, we're putting it all out on the table. We're like, yo, like, this is going on. Like, oh, yeah, I feel the same way. You know, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Um, and it was it was really good. It really blossomed into something stronger. Um, but I think, yeah, like Kevin said, I definitely think we know um, 
what kinds of things to look for? Like, what are the red flags? Um, but I, I, I definitely agree 100%. You know, you really have to put effort and work into your friendships. Um, and, I, and I think just the common misconception is that relationships and friendships are different, but that couldn't be further from the truth. I definitely think they're so similar. Yeah, you know, you, you, you take out the more intimate, passionate parts. Yes, that's true. But I definitely think to create a bond with someone, to have a friendship, to rely on someone else, like, other than yourself, especially, like, how just the culture of America is now, like, we're just so self-reliant and independent. Yeah, I definitely think friendships really challenge that. They really change your perspective, and they allow you to open up to be more, you know, mindful of the things in front of your face. Uh, yeah, I had mentioned about this, the, um, the struggles and the falling out and the trials. And the... Comment briefly on, on the importance of, of these struggles in terms of a friendship or any type of, of bond that um, we may have in our lives. Mm. Or, or first of all, do, do you think, now you, you, you touched on this briefly, but do you think struggles and trials, are they necessary? And if so, why? For sure. Yeah, I definitely think it's necessary. You, I, I don't, I'm, well, this is, I'm being a skeptic, but I definitely don't believe like people can be truly happy. Like you can't be happy all the time. Things just can't always be happy. Like some, you have to feel something, you know, when you choose to not feel the pain, when you choose to not accept the fact that something's making you hurt or sad and you just choose to be happy, I definitely think you're doing yourself a disservice, right? Because I feel like, okay, you say you're happy, but you're ignoring the things that clearly are making you hurt. You're forcing yourself to feel something that you don't want to feel in that moment. And I feel like when, when, you, when you go through struggles and trials, you realize the weaknesses. You have, you have to realize your weaknesses. You can't just be strong all the time. Um, and I'll just, I'll put it out there, especially just as men in general, it's, 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 very, it's very uncommon for men to feel open, to feel vulnerable, to feel weak. Um, and I definitely think with Kevin and I, like, we have a type of friendship that people are just like, like, that's crazy. Like, how, how are y'all so close? How do y'all bond in that way? And it's just, it's just very comfortable. It's very fluid. And it's just, it's open. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, friendships can always be happy. I don't feel like they can always be just, oh, you know, we're always cool, like 100% of the time. It just, it's, it's just illogical. I feel like you have to go through some hurt. You have to go through some pain. Like your friends are going to do things that you like, what are you talking about? Like, why did you say that? That doesn't make me feel good. So I feel like just acknowledging the struggle, acknowledging the pain, it's just, it's, the, it's a better step. It's a bigger step toward increasing like the love you have in your friendship. I completely agree with that. I feel like that that is exactly like what we were going through. Um, because I was when we were going through that that little challenge in our friendship, he was teaching me like, don't keep everything within, you know, be more vocal about what's going on. And I was I, I was really good at suppressing my emotions because of whatever I've gone through previously in my life. And I, I've repressed a lot of my feelings. I would never really speak to anybody about him. And eventually, uh, Gene kind of like chipped away at that. And he kind of made me realize like, no, it's okay for you to have those feelings and feel what you feel. And 
your your emotions are valid and just speak about what's on your mind and eventually with time i was able to do that and it, it's made my friendship a lot stronger with a lot of other people is it's strengthened a lot of my relationships in my life because of that and and it is it's true like you do need struggle because it, it's what's testing your your relationships it's gonna it's gonna tell you all right you you should fight for this friendship or you shouldn't it's, it's a great way to determine like is it really worth keeping these people in my life or should i just move on and go our separate ways and maybe they'll find a way to to be where you're at you you never know and i think oftentimes it is those struggles that sort of um um strengthens our friendships right mm -hmm. because sometimes you know as as eugene and also as kevin has pointed out sometimes you know in our lives in our friendships in our families and 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 all that sometimes when things go smoothly of course it's, 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 it's easy to be friends right when things are easy but when things start to get difficult when you know when when challenges arise and and let's say there is a falling out but that doesn't mean that that friendship was never valid right it just means that that friendship was it, it was it was building but then when we hit that struggle or or that trial or whatever it is that 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 stumbling block and and like you something you said you, we have a choice to make do we see that stumbling block and say okay you know what i i guess that's the extent of our friendship and we'll move on and or do we say okay wait a second this is just a, a stumbling block on on the longer path on a on a longer journey you know and sometimes we may stay there for some time we may stay there for weeks months years but then, now I'm not sure about how, you know, what you and, um, you know, Eugene and Kevin experienced, but in my life, sometimes when, when I feel that, that way of having a falling out or some struggles um, for, you know, years, it's sort of like, you know, well, sometimes I, I still wonder how so-and-so is doing, or I wonder how their family is, or I'll, I'll you know, I'll, and there's always there's this um a stir in my heart wanting to know how this friend how this this uh a brother of mine has been doing and and for us you know at least for me we we you know i believe that that's that's the holy spirit like saying hey you had a really good friend and some things you know it something happened and 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 you're not as as close now but but yet you still care for them and and i want you to go explore this and that's probably what happened with you you know like, you know let's talk about it you know we, we have these things that 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 we don't agree on or we feel mutually but but yet we still you know really much want to be friends and so let's communicate and and let's be open and, and transparent and honest about about our feelings like kevin said about you know eugene and 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 so if 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 anything else you know it it's those struggles that sort of makes the friendships how you know how strong it is is is, is by those right would yep. you agree i agree mm -hmm. 
Now, how long have you guys been friends now? I don't, I, I lose track of, of the years. About seven years. Is it seven? Yeah, <laughs> Okay. That means, I, that means y'all first met and we first met seven years ago. Yes. You're telling me. Okay. Mm -hmm. When was that? 2001? 13. 13. Okay. Do you remember the first time you all met and all three of us met? I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Sort of. I, I mean, I remember, I remember Eugene because he, he, he was always a little more like, uh, outspoken than me. And, and he would, <laughs> I remember we had, um, one of our peer staff members in the program that we all met each other in. It, uh, I don't know if we're going to mention his name right now, but Eugene would always mock him. And, and that was the, the first impression I got of Eugene. I was like, oh, he's a funny guy. <laughs> I got to get to know that guy. And that's, that's how I remember Eugene. I, I feel like I did that because I was, I was so bored. Like, I mean, the program was great, right? But I feel like we were missing something. So I was like, let's, let's spice it up. Let's do something. But like, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, that wasn't the best choice because I almost got in trouble. But it was great. I loved that. I had a great time. Good. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, so, it's, so that's good. I don't remember what, what happened. But, um, I don't remember. So, um, uh, well, first, tell us then. Tell us about where this friendship started. Tell us a little bit about that. I think it started, our friendship started right after, like, the program ended. Like, yeah, in the program, we were able to talk and stuff, but it was limited, right, because we had curfew and all that. Um, but after the program ended, like Eugene said earlier, we lived in the rooms right across from each other. And he was, he didn't have a roommate until his roommate came in. And we kind of just like would just talk and stuff like that. Um, eventually, it was just like frequent. Like I would just go to his room, hang out with him, his friends. And then eventually we just, we just kept bonding that way. We would have the same classes, so we would just go to the same classes together, and eventually, you know, you just start asking questions to each other. Hey, um, what do you like to do for fun? And eventually, it builds and grows from there, and that's how our friendship kind of started. We just kept finding similar interests. Oh, snap, you like uh, that cartoon? I like that cartoon, too. And eventually, it, it grew from there. Anything, uh, Eugene? Yeah, it was, it was definitely, uh, it was it definitely like just, just thinking back to it now, um, like from our first, from our first year of being friends, like it's definitely not where it is now, for sure. Um, just, just to, just to learn about Kevin and just even learn about myself, um, just being a friend, being, trying to be as consistent as I can and, and for him to see his consistency, um, it's really been a pleasure, honestly. Um, just just seeing how we learned more about each other and and how you know we watched each each other's milestones and my my mom has invited him over like we've had dinner together and stuff i've been over his house to eat like it's it's really been it's really been great you know i've i've met his friends like and we've all hung out and and his friends are like my friends and it's it's just crazy it's it's really been it's really been a wild ride and like Kevin is like one of the people I'm like, yo, like he's really, he's really a solid friend. And there's not a lot of people you can find in this world who are actually solid friends, who, who aren't your family 
you know, or who aren't your parents, you know what I mean? Um, and even, and even in relationships, like when, when you're, when you're with somebody, they're, you might not be, you might not be as close to them as you are to your, to your like friends. Um, and I just think, um, you really have to have friendship, you know, before you can breed love, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I feel like you can't have love without friendship. You can't, you can't learn to love someone. You can't learn to really enjoy their company if you don't establish a friendship. Because what happens when, when you know, when you, ha when you do have a falling out, when you do go through a struggle, when you do have something, you're like, yo, I don't know what's going on, but I know it's bad. How strong is your friendship? How, how, how much are you willing to, to put into maintaining this? And I definitely think that was a lesson uh, I learned. Um, just being friends with Kevin, just like really like, yo, I really value him as a person and I really want to make sure he's around because he's very dependable and he's very loyal and I appreciate that because I know I would reciprocate in that way. So I, I definitely think it, it worked out well. I love when, uh, one of the phrases I love is God works in mysterious ways because I never imagined Eugene being in my core friend group. You know, growing up, like you have your friends that you grew up with preschool, elementary, high school, all that stuff, right? And when I got to college, I was like, that's it. I've made my friends. Like, my high school friends are my core group of friends. I'm not going to meet anybody else. Nobody's going to integrate into that group. And Eugene was one person that was able to make that cross into my group. And, and I think it's so cool because my friends ask about him. He asks about my friends, and we all get along together. And, and it's fantastic. I Friendship is truly important. It's like when they ask me, like, my values, who do I value? I value my religion, family, friends. And, and it's cool that Eugene values the same things as me. And we were able to create this bond that's, like, unbreakable because we've been through the struggles. So we know how to handle that. There's going to be, most likely, there's going to be more struggles in the future. But we've, we will know how to navigate now because there. Like our friendship and our loyalty to one another is is unpenetrable. You know, when you were talking about your values, it it brought me back to when we were in the program. Oh, there you <laughs> because, go. <laughs> uh, do you remember what I said to you about about your values? Like how how do you really tell if you value those things? Remember that 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 the double yeah. loop. I do. Re I, re I remember that conversation. Um, vaguely, but I do remember because I think at the time, uh, education was, I don't even think it was on my top five. Cause I think you asked me what were my top five and I had, I think it was loyalty, respect, family, friends. I think, yeah, I, I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember the order, but like, I think education wasn't there at all. Okay. And, and you were like, why isn't education on your top five? And at the time I, I didn't. I didn't even know. I I didn't know what I was. I was still learning a lot about myself, and and it's interesting looking back uh, how much I've changed. And definitely, education has to be up a lot higher than what it was, because I I can't even remember if it was on the list. So it's definitely on my list nowadays. Um, and yeah, I've I've changed so much, Mr. Chung. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you should. You should. You should grow, right? I mean, it's it's seven years. Yeah. Um, but I, now I'm gonna give Eugene a shot. Do you remember what 
what those two things were. Um, values, something, something. Remember? Values. Um, I want to say respect and honor. I don't know why they popped nope. up in my head. Um, values, actions, um, outcomes. Um, right. Oh. <laughs> if you said that you, if you say you value education, let's take a look at, at outcomes. Oh, well, if, if you're flunking out, then you try to go value education. <laughs> but let's, let's and then if your actions is you slack off every day and you skip class, well, it, it doesn't reflect your values, right? So I think that was the, uh, the, the three columns that we had was um, values, actions, and outcomes. But this was just seven years ago, as you said. Um, but um, now, Eugene, you were talking about, about you can't have or love without friendships and, and, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Well, we can definitely say that there is um, love in your friendship, yes? Yes. Right? Um, before we take a break, tell, tell me briefly, comment on, now, because some, many people in, in today's um, material world, when people hear the word love, it's not, it's very different meaning, what, what love means and, and, and where it can be used. So right. first, be, before we get into anything else, tell me, how do you define love? So Kevin and well, Eugene and then Kevin, and then we'll take a quick break. Um, I would say my only working definition um, is love is any number of emotions related to a strong sense of affection and attachment, right? Um, but I, I feel like, I, you know, yeah, love, love can manifest in many different ways. It can, it can have many different meanings. Um, but I, I think when people, you know, people have their values, they put, you know, material things over love or, you know, they love material things. And they're like, I find love in the things that people give me. I find, I find love in the people, uh, in the things that people do for me, you know? And I think, I think just for me, I definitely, I find love in companionship mm -hmm. and loyalty. Um, and just, just togetherness, you know what I mean? Not, not in an intimate way or a passionate way, but just just in, in belonging, you know, I, I don't, I've, I've always, you know, grown up to be the person who incorporates everybody. I, because I know what it felt like to not feel included. I know what it felt like to not be in the circle with everybody, you know, being, being, you know, the friend. So I felt like as I got older and definitely like after Millersville, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to feel left out. I don't want to leave anybody else out. So my belong my belonging like my spatial belonging is very is very wide. You know what I mean. I always want to have people close to me to keep them to keep them near me and to make sure that they're comfortable. Well, if, before we get to Kevin, Eugene, you say you're at Westchester. Yeah, the Philly campus. Yes. How long have you been there? Um, this will be after my summer class is done. It'll be a year. Okay, because. Um, what's his name? Um, oh my goodness, I forget, <laughs> I forgot his name, but um, I think he was a, a, a year ahead of you. He also went to Westchester. Um, oh, oh well, anyways, um, Kevin, what is love? I'll be honest with you, I haven't had a lot of time to 
come up with like a concrete definition for myself, but for me, love is some, it's not something that you can see. It's something that, that you build. Like, yeah, you could love your family unconditionally. You could love your friend. Uh, you could love strangers unconditionally. Um, but love is something that it's, it's built and you have, and that's through struggles. That's through spending time together, inclusion, including others in your life. Um, you know, spending quality time, um, just overall, just, I don't know, just being there for another, for one another. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to say the words, I love you to feel love between two people or multiple people. You just have to be there spiritually, emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically, sometimes not physically. Um, that's, that's my definition of love. Just, just being there, whatever that means, just be there. Good. Thank you. And we, before we take a break, I want to, you know, I want you to think about a few things. All right. Just, you know, just, um, I'm going to put out a few statements and I want you to think about them. And then when we come back, we're going to discuss them. Okay. The first is very biblical. It says, you know, Jesus said that um, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. Okay, that's the first one. The second is that as Christians, or at least, you know, I hope people believe this, that, that they were created out of love for love. And the last thing is that love cannot be earned. So think about those three things and it will be right back. All right, we're back. So before we left off, you know, I put, I put three things out for you to think about. Um, comment on either one, two, or all three of them. Or just, you know, I just want to know how you feel about those those statements. Or do you agree? Do you disagree? Or, or what kind of feelings do you have about those? Or when you hear them, um, what sort of movements of your heart um, do you feel? Okay. Um, the uh, the last one was. Um, could you remind me what the last one was? The last one I think was you cannot earn love. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like, I don't know. I feel like love has to be earned. Like you have to, you have to really work hard. You have to work hard to, to generate some kind of emotion from somebody else. Cause love is not just get, mm, hmm. I don't know. See now, like it, I, I see it two ways. Okay. So the first way is like, de depending on the situation, like depending on the relationship you want to create, right um if you're if you're dating someone you'd want them to to become enamored by you to 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 grow to love you right so you have to earn their love mm. but i feel like if we're talking in like some you you see somebody you know getting beat up or something and you step in to help them that could be a form of love you've you've chosen to put yourself out there to help another person 
Now, some might argue, yeah, you're, you know, you're putting yourself in danger. Yes, that's true. But to have love for another human being, you know, despite not, not knowing them or not having a relationship with them, you've, you've, you've given them your love, you know, whether or not they've had to earn it. Yeah, maybe they've earned it in, 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 in like a stressful situation, but it was given to them without them asking for it, without them working hard to get it. So I feel like it could, it could be applied uh, both ways by earning it and not earning it, but it, it's definitely situational. Okay. Now I want to bring it a, a, a little bit more closer home. Okay. Okay. Um, so you love Kevin. Kevin mm -hmm. loves you. Mm -hmm. And I love you too, very much. Of course. Right. Mm -hmm. um, let's say um, over that course of your first year in, right. Um, if you got, um, straight A's your first semester, let's say I loved you then. Okay. Come second semester, you got like three B's and two A's. Would I love you less? I think that that's a question based on the person, right? Because certain people value love different or they view love a different way. I feel like me personally, I wouldn't love you less. I, I would love you the same. Yeah, I could, I could probably just tell you to work better, do what you were doing last semester or whatever it was. Um, but for me personally, I don't, I'm going to go on the other side of the, the coin with Gene, even though I, I do agree with him in certain aspects of what he said. But uh, I don't think love is earned. I feel like it's just there. Because some people, some people don't know how to express that they love someone. Sometimes, some people find it hard because there's, I know, I know a couple of people growing up that in their household the word "I love you" wasn't really used. They showed it through like food or actions or whatever it was. Um, sometimes it's just it's just there, but nobody's. It's like the elephant in the room. Like nobody talks about it. It's just there. You just know it's there. Mm -hmm. I love you. By you knowing that I'm gonna be there for you, whatever it is. You get hurt, I'm gonna be there to pick you up and and bandage bandage your wounds. Or if your car has a flat tire, I'm gonna be there to help you change it. You know, and I I feel like it can be earned, but most of the time it's it's not. It's just it's just there, and that's that's how that's what I think. Anyways. Now, how about now? How about this, Eugene? How about if I say, um, you know, love can't be earned because love, you know, as Kevin said, it's it's there. Mm -hmm. But your love can be deepened, right? Yeah. It can be deepened. Now, why is it important, at least, you know, for me to believe that love can be earned is because um, you, as a human person, your dignity cannot be diminished just because someone says that they they don't like you or that right. they love you less. But you know, you, you as a human, you your dignity is is always there. And so is, you know, of course I I'll talk more about uh, from the from, from the lens of faith that, that that God always loves you. Even when you sin, even when you mess up, even when you curse him and reject him and say, you know what, forget you, he still loves you. Like a parent. 
good parents, as parents should be. Even if you curse them out, if you ignore them for years, their love for you never changes because you're their child. And just because you, you know, are with them all the time, it, it doesn't mean that they love you any more or any less. They love you. And so, and I think if you put it in, in terms of parents, if you need, if, if a child needs to earn their parents' love, I don't think that that's real love, right? Because think about babies. They're first born. Oh, I, I, I love him so much. Well, the baby didn't do anything. <laughs> he just cry and poops and eats all day. How can you earn it love, right? So, yeah. so, so perhaps love can grow stronger or grow weaker, but, but love doesn't, can't really be earned in my perspective. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, if you put it that way, then yeah, I, I see it. I see it that way. I just, I think for me, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just like, like Kevin said, yeah, growing up, like in, in certain, in certain homes, like, you know, I love you. Yeah. It's not a phrase you use, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely more action oriented. Um, and then you, what's, what's interesting is then when you as the child, you, you're learning that you go out into the world, you project that onto other people. And for them, if they have a different type of expression toward love, they, if they're willing to, you know, verbally say, oh, I love you, you know, and you're like, okay, like, it's, it's, it might be awkward for you, you might be like, oh, I'm not used to that, you know, and, and I know for me, like, some, sometimes I'll say I love you, sometimes I'm more action oriented. So I'll, I'll, you know, acts of service, you know, or, 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 or praising you for what you've done. You know, that's my way of telling you I love you. But even so, even still, that's even more, that's even difficult at times because it shows vulnerability. And, and so many people are, are, and even myself, you know, to be honest, are, are in fear of being vulnerable. You know, and it's, it's, it's definitely difficult to really expose yourself and put yourself out there with, without having the fear of like, are they going to exploit my love? Are they going to do something to, to, you know, challenge my love for them because I've given it to them so early or so abruptly, like, I don't know what they could do, but I, I definitely feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Love, love is so strong, and I feel like because it is, people work so hard against it. Mm -hmm. People, people resist it so much, and they're like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like them. I hate them. Or I can't love them." You can, you definitely can, you know. But you make a choice not to. Right. You, make a, you make a choice to hate. You make a choice to, you know, put yourself in a situation where, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dislike them without knowing anything about them. And it's, it's so much harder to hate somebody than it is to love them. I probably, like, it, it takes so much more energy. Like, for me to love you, I'm like, that's easy. It's, it's very simple. It's a very simple concept. But to hate you, I have to really find a reason to not like you. That's going to take too long. I agree with you, with Eugene, because if you, if you ever think about it, like, when you're in a, let's say you're in a group setting, and... You're with, amongst your friends, and then let's say your friends bring someone that you don't like. You have to remember that you don't like them. And then you actively have to be like, I don't want to walk around this person. I don't want to be around this person. I don't want to encounter this person. So you actively have to try to remove yourself from anywhere that there are. Like, let's say if you guys are in a house, 
you got to try to avoid the couch that they're sitting on. You got to avoid the person that they're talking to. So that that's why hate is is unnecessary because you're actively reminding yourself at all times, don't like this person, don't like this person. When it's so easy to just give in and and say, hey, you know what? Let me put my feelings aside and interact with them, see where they're coming from, and try to have them or try to put yourself in a situation where you could understand who they are and they can understand you. I mean, at the end of the day, it might not work out. Let's just say you're not meant to be friends. You don't have to be, but just have an understanding that you don't have to hate. You could just remove all that, make your life easier and just, just live in love. And so then we can even go so further saying then, 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 then the hate is unnatural for humans, right? Because it takes a whole lot more work and, and it's a conscious thing that you need to try to work hard for, as you said. But, but love isn't. Then love is natural to humans. I think so. And, so. and so then maybe you were created out of love for love, right? Yeah, I believe in that. I believe in that statement. And so, if you're, if you were, if it's natural to human beings, then, then, then you, then, then people shouldn't need to earn it. But, 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 but the problem is that the world tells us that we need to earn our, that that, that we know that our love need, need to be earned. That's what the world tells us, right? Because if you look in the world, many people are looking for love. They're looking for love in in their workplaces. They're looking for love um, with, you know, a romantic partners. They're looking for love in, in material things. And, 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 and somehow many people um, have come to believe that, that love needs to be earned and that love is something that, um, um, that, that who they are um, is somehow dependent on something external. Right. I think as as men, we put a lot of emphasis on who we are and what we do. You know, I'm a so and so. I'm a teacher. I'm a firefighter. I'm a doctor. I'm a uh, I'm a writer. I'm in the military. You know, I, I we we are what, what what we do, or we are what others say about us. Oh, you know, Eugene is such an eloquent writer because he was an English major, right? Or Kevin is such a um, heart warming and kind and generous young man and then we 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 feel happy because we we get you know, all these compliments and also in things that we have and and i think maybe you could think back when you're in school sometimes the cool kid has a lot of friends because he has lots of neat things cool things things that that we don't have but but that's what that's what the world tells us that you are, you know, what you have, you are what people say about you, and you are what, what you do. But if we really root who we are in these three areas, we will be miserable. Because what will happen if we lose our jobs? What will happen if people stop praising us? What will happen if suddenly we lose the home, lose our car, lose, lose anything? Then, then we lose who we are. But the world wants you to think that way. And so, but we know deep down that 
who we are isn't dependent on any of these things. Who, you know, who, who we are is the one who loves us. And for Christians, you know, we have the Father in heaven who has, who has loved us from all eternity. That who we are is, is how much he loves us. And like you said before, his love is unconditional. Is there's, there's no beginning or end to it. But our world doesn't want us to believe that. Our world wants us to believe that this love is, is conditional, that this love needs to be earned, that this love somehow should, um, um, like something that is hanging over you. But, but true love, as you experience as friends, you know, nothing should, and nothing has or will diminish the love and the respect and the care that you have for one, one another. Even if, if let's say Kevin one day, you know, uh, flips you off, you wouldn't say, oh, you know, that the heck with him. But you say, oh, something's not right with Kevin. Let me see what's wrong. Right? And that's love. Right? And so, and so we need to tell that to people that that they're not loved because of what they can do or what great things that they can accomplish but that they are simply loved because they're a human being made in the image and likeness of god and that i respect him or her simply because of that because no one should ever feel rejected or unloved because that's not what god has wanted and that's not natural right and so now let's move a little bit. Well, first, any brief comments on that? No, I think you that sure? was good. You sure? You, <laughs> you summed it up. I mean, it, yeah. okay. That was well said. All right. Now, let's move on to something that's more personal to you. What is one person or persons that has shown you love that has impacted you in a way? That 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 you know changed who you are, or or made you a, a better person, or or just um, challenged how how you ought to to live. I I could go first on that one. Um, a lot of people would use the cliche like your mom or mm -hmm. dad or whatever, and that's fine because I would use that too. But um, and and not just for the sake of this meaning that we're having, but I would say Mr. Chung has taught me a good amount of that. Um, just because when I was, when I started out as a freshman in college, I was lost because prior to that, I grew, I grew up in a setting where I was just a follower. I grew up doing what my friends told me to do, stuff like that. And I thought I was like, oh, they, they love me because they want me to do what they're doing. But in reality, they were kind of hindering me. I probably could have done a lot more. Who knows? When I got to college, Mr. Chung taught me stop. Sometimes you can't be too selfless, right? Because I would do, do, do for other people and never expect anything in return. And then that taught me how to be more selfish, but in a good way. Like you can't be a yes man to everything because then next thing you know, you're going to end up being uh, someone that's doing something for the wrong reason because you said yes to everything. Um, so yeah, Mr. Mr. Chung has taught me a lot of that, and and I didn't see it at the time. I, I 
he remembers. I, I would fight him off all the time. We, we would have meetings together, and I'd be like, Mr. Chung, I really don't, I don't, I don't want to hear this, essentially. And, and I realized, like, he was showing me that there's a better way of doing things. And, and, and I felt the love, but at the time, I was just so blinded by my pride. And, and that was one thing he taught me, too. Like, he was like, you have too much pride. And I was like, I don't believe in pride. Like, I know pride is a sin and all that. And, and I, every second that I had, I would just fight Mr. Chung. But Mr. Chung taught me, like, look, open your eyes, look within, and see that there's so much more to this world. And, and I, was, I was so young and dumb, but that's, that's a part of life is growing pains. You have, to, you have to go through all the struggles to, to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, and yeah, that's why I, I choose Mr. Chung for like a person that, that I love that's taught me a lot about myself. And it's a lot of the stuff that I use in my everyday life and I carry through with me. And, and it's advice that I give to people like, hey, you should look within. Don't let your pride get the best of you. Don't be so stubborn, and yeah. And and be, be, be before I get to Eugene, I just, just want to make one follow up thing about being too selfless. Is is that you know sometimes we want to give and give and give and give and say yes and say say yes, but we can't give what we don't have. So if if we have run empty, then when we give, we're really not giving them anything. We're giving them things that may even harm them. And, and, and so sometimes to love someone means to say no. And I, and I think hopefully you've experienced that in your life before. If not, you will. That sometimes when you love someone, the answer to a question they will ask you is, is no. And, and, and that no can become very powerful because it shows that, wow, you know, this person loves me enough to tell me no. And it's for, my, it's for my own good. Because oftentimes we, we think, when someone says no, oh, they don't love me, they don't care about me. But, but sometimes no is, is harder for the person to say than it is for the person hearing it. Um, but anyways, all right, Eugene. Thank you, Kevin. I don't deserve any of those, those um, um, kind words, but, but I'm glad you, you were able to take, a, take, take away something from, from, from those times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd have to agree with Kevin, um, and, and Kevin, you also, um, I, I definitely think both of you were really, um, helpful in, in my growth, honestly. Um, for Mr. Mr. Chung, for you, you really got me comfortable talking about my dad, which was something really personal. Like, I, I really didn't know how to explain or talk about, um, and you, you, you really didn't force me to talk about him. You really just... You said, you know, Eugene, I understand what you're going through and, and I want to help you and I want to talk to you about it. And yeah, it was hard. And it's and honestly, it's still hard for me to talk about my dad because it's not something I really try to think about. I really, I really honestly reflect on it to tell myself, like, that's not the kind of consistency I want to show. Um, if I, if I'm, you know, um, to have kids one day. Um, and it's, it's not the kind of place I want to be um not not just as a man but just also just as a person um and I and I think it was hard it's it's very hard still for me to find out what it means to be a man because most of my family is is made up of women 
So it's it's really hard for me to see how much effort I have to put in or, or you know, what kind of person I have to be. But it really has taught me um, to, to be more emotional, to be more open with my feelings. Um, and, e and even sometimes, you know, how I have to be dependent upon other people. And it's not something I'm really comfortable with because I really do like to do things on my own. So it was, yeah, it was, it was definitely difficult for me. But having you um, talk to me about, about my dad and, and having you, you know, give me the good words of wisdom um, and, just, and just, really, just really be there for me. Um, and one thing I, I remember, you made me draw the house. And I remember when I drew the house, you said, you know, Eugene, I, I see that um, you value security. And you said something about how, like, fe feeling like by myself or something like that. Um, and I just remember, you know, you really, you really kept pushing. You kept pushing for me to be open with you. Um, and, you and you pushed me to trust you a, a lot more. Um, and I really appreciate that. I really do. Um, and Kevin, for you, Kevin, you really taught me how to not be so um, reactionary to people's criticisms. Um, for for you to play devil's advocate, and it's not and it's not really to irritate me, but it's it's really for me to understand like people have different perspectives than I do, and it's not to hurt or harm me. It's more for me to listen to understand, um, and just having you there to really talk to me and like, yo, Gene, like I'm not I'm not trying to you know. I'm not trying to you know, be mean to you, but I'm just being honest. And I, and I really appreciated that, to have that different perspective um, and to not be agreeable. Um, it's been great. But just you, you know, you, you, you really, like, literally came to my house, picked me up to take me to school. Like, nobody else could do that but my parent, like, but my mom. Like, I think that's crazy. So the fact that you literally got in your car, came to my house to drive me to school with you, that like what like who does that you know what I mean just as a friend you know what I mean like yeah um but but even so you know Kevin you've really you've really been a really important person in my life you know and I tell my sister all the time like I feel closer to Kevin than I do like friends I've known longer than him but just to but I I feel like why only because you know we have similar goals and we have a we have a very we have a shared vision because um, yeah. we really want to do a lot for for our, our communities and and just just as people in general i know we we are really we talk a lot about helping a lot of people mm -hmm. and I, that's really something i value and i can definitely see that in you and i i relate to that so much um yeah and just you introducing me to to, to new foods and, and trying new things and like i was like yo i've never had this food before or I've, I've never been here before like that's different and it's always an adventure like we're always going somewhere strange but i'm like Yo, Kevin's the only person I know who will take me somewhere and I'm always going to have a good time. Like, there's never a doubt. Like, every time, Eugene, let's go somewhere. Okay, Kevin, sure, let's go. Why not? And then we just, it's, it's great. And let's have a great time. So I really, I really, I've learned a lot from both of you. Um, just just being there for me, you know, being consistent. And just to, just to have, you know, that male companionship. That's, that's not from a brother or an uncle, you know, or you know, the, the, the boss that I work with, you know, cause I can definitely feel it's genuine. I can definitely feel the love for sure. For sure. Yeah, thanks for the kind words, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I feel the same way too. It's, it's just, 
Mr. Chung told me to choose one person, not chose him. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> and so, no. see, yeah, you see that true love means sometimes um, challenging, right? It, it, it means if, you know, you know, some, you know, and now this is true when you were in school, right? I, you know, I, I challenge you to, to do certain things. It's not because I was stuck up and I just wanted to, do, you know, to do stuff, but because I believed in you, because I, I, I knew that if you strive for that, even if, if you didn't make it, you would have gone further than what you would have gone by not trying. And as, as, as uh, in friendships, you know, sometimes we need to challenge our friends because, you know, of course, that saying we have it in, in the, right? There is no what in the what zone. There's no comfort in your growth zone and no growth in your comfort zone. That's right. And so as friends, as brothers, you guys, sometimes you challenge one another, not because you want to shut them off, but because you, you love them and, and you know for certain they, they can do it. And, and they can do greater things. And so you will challenge them, right? And, and you push them. But, you, but, you, but, but that push isn't really a, a forceful push. It's sort of like, hey, I think you got this. Not, not forcing you to do it, but, but ultimately you make that decision, right? And so, um, good. You know, it's been, um, I, had a, I enjoyed my time at Millersville. Um, Got to meet a lot of good young people like you guys, and and the class before you and after, and and it's 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 really affirming to see how far you guys have come, and even further lengths that you guys will go. You know, and um, you know, there are some there are some of you who who are you know pursuing more advanced degrees. Some of you who are serving your country and your family in a very profound way. And some of you are still struggling, which is fine, because that's part of life. Our entire life journey is a life of learning, learning about ourselves, learning about others, and learning how to love. We need to learn how to love because our world has taught us love in a very different way. But yet, through good friendships, like what Kevin and Eugene shares, we can come to see, wow, you know, this kind of love is real. It's possible, and and I want to share this love with others. And so, um, and for just a minute or two, I want you to share with us a, a little bit how how God has worked in your life, um, whether it's through through the very difficult times or or through the the easy times, whatever. So, just a quick minute or two about that. Honestly. Uh, Oh, you could go, Jim. Um, well, I'm not. I'm not very religious. Um, but um, I I do believe that there's someone there, watching me, guiding me. Cause I don't. I don't think I will go through the things I've gone through had there not been someone there. Like things just, th things just don't happen. Like they just don't manifest out of thin air. Like they just don't. Um, so so to know that, you know. I got to meet you and I got to meet Kevin and I got to graduate and I, and I'm working to my master's degree and, and just that I, I wake up every morning, you know, like that's not, that's not something that just happens. Um, and, and just to, 
just to meet the people I've met in my life, um, to be challenged, to be open to new things, to feel pain, to feel hurt, to feel happy. Um, it's, it's just been great. Just, just to have a life that I can call mine um, and to know that each day I want to I wanna build up to something more um, is great. And, I, and Mr. Chung, I remember you asked me probably about two years ago. Um, I remember you made us write a letter to ourselves. And you asked me, Eugene, well, you opened the letter. What did it say? Um, and I told you I wanted to grow. And I remember, I remember, you know, opening it. And I was like, yo, I definitely felt like I've, I've grown. I felt like I've, I've become a different person because I'm not, I'm not the freshman year me, for sure. I'm definitely not who I used to be um, even a year ago. And I just think having that change, that transformation, that growth is, has really been great. Good, Good Eugene. I'm happy. <laughs> Evan? All right, so for me, God, I feel like he helps me in every facet of my life. I mean, I've, I've grown up knowing about God since I was little, Jesus. And the other day I was having a conversation with one of my friends and I was telling her, I was like, I've never in my life doubted that his existence. You know, a lot of people go through that moment in time where, and it's like a lash out, like, because they've been going to church for all their life since they were like babies. And then they have that moment as like, they start questioning everything. Why, 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 why? Me, I'm fortunate that I haven't gone through that. Um, and I was telling my friend, I'm like, you know why I know he doesn't, I like, you know why I know he does exist? Because, for example, let's say I know somebody that, that they're always having buy, they're always able to buy nice things. I can't see what's in their bank account. I know it's like they have the money to do it. They're working, they're doing, but I can't see what's in their bank account. So there's a lot of things that I can't explain because I can't see it, but I'm able to see the results or whatever it is physically that's going on. But it doesn't mean I, I have to see behind the scenes. Everything that's happening behind the scenes is behind the scenes. You have to believe what's in front of you. And for some people that, they're, that are skeptic, they're like, I need the physical proof from, from behind the scenes to the front scenes. But in reality, I don't need any of that. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with struggling. I'm okay with going through the pain and all that because I know at the end of the day, God is gonna guide me through whatever it is and I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna find my happy place or whatever it is. And yeah, that's, that's how I feel. God, it's, um, it's in your heart there's it's and it comes from faith and and faith isn't something that, that you can see like, like you said kevin right you know we can feel the wind blow but we can't see it but yet somehow we know it exists and i think that's what eugene and kevin are both saying is that there has got to be something you know i see all these things I, I go through all these things but yet i don't see like a god human you know, person standing right there with me but but somehow in my intellect i can reason that there is a god or something and so 
Kevin, I challenge you to continue to talk with that about, about that to Eugene. And Eugene, I challenge you to be open and to listen to Kevin as he shares his experiences with you uh, about his faith. All right? Challenge accepted. And, um, and before we go, I just want you know, to tell you guys, you know, I'm very proud of the fine young men you guys have grown to be. From eight, from from eighteen year old, you know, thinking you know everything, <laughs> to being humbled in a good way, and now serving your country, advancing your studies to 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 do good, to do greater things for the common good. You know, you guys have come a long way, and and it's and it's very humbling for me to be at least to be a tiny part of that to to see you have you know learned so much and and to see how your friendship has 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 grown yes as you said was rocky for a bit of time but 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 through that honesty you know that comes from true friendship and from true love you guys are now you know even closer than ever so 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 know that you guys continue to be in my prayers and my thoughts you know i i pray for you often and i think about you and, some, and sometimes i check in with you sometimes so so, 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 never lose that contact with with your friends and your families. Okay. All right. Yes, any any final words? Um, Keep supporting Mr. Chung. That's my final words. Yeah. Uh, tune into these videos and and learn something. Mm-hmm. I learned I learned something new just by listening to the conversation, and I learned more about Eugene today, and I learned more about Mr. Chung today, and. Yeah, so keep tuning into these videos and learn. Be open. Yeah, be open. Um, I would just, I would just say thank you. You know, because it's, it's not, it's not often you get to hear your friends and your mentors talk about you in um, such a positive way. But even so, admit to the things that challenged you. Admit to the things that you know sparked weakness and vulnerability, which aren't always bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, I'm thankful for the both of you. And I, you know, I, I obviously you know why, you know, I've just said it, mm-hmm. but I, I've, re- I've really appreciated the consistency and, and the loyalty and, and just the compassion. Good, all right. Well, you know, I, I, I keep praying for you every day and be good, all right? And keep doing what is right and keep setting up for the truth and for goodness, all right? So why don't you say bye to the people who may be watching or who are listening. All right, take care. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.